In our time, we are seeing something almost unprecedented in the modern age. The mass has been driven into the hills again. And I don't mean the church having decided to go along with Caesar and ending access to the sacraments and giving the laity a questionable lifting of the Sunday obligation to attend the mass every Sunday, but rather what those actions in minimally two months without access to the sacraments made possible. There has been a strange reality before us, something most of my viewers won't really have noticed. In Ireland, there has been no access to the sacraments in a really meaningful way for most Catholics for 13 months and counting. In Canada, access to the Mass is becoming increasingly difficult as well, all because of Caesar making his demands rooted in faulty logic and the lack of a backbone amongst the bishops. Now, the auxiliary bishop from Kazakhstan has given an interview to a website and has given them advice for what they are enduring. And it is something we should all heed because Catholics can find themselves in this situation pretty much anywhere these days. And the bishops in virtually every place seem to be bowing to Caesar and pinching incense to his image. So let's get into this without delay. The auxiliary bishop from Kazakhstan is another one that, whose mere mention of his name causes me problems on this place. I don't know why that is, so I have to refer to him that way when I do. The auxiliary bishop from Kazakhstan. <laughs> but something to know here is this. For the past year or more, he has been relatively quiet. He has been in the habit of releasing a letter to the public every two months or so prior to that on a variety of topics with the last being on Francis's human fraternity statement and works. Since then, he hasn't said all that much, at least in writing. He has made a few conference appearances online. But now he is choosing to speak in writing. He has decided that what we most need to be reminded of is that the Mass is priceless, and that we must have access to the Mass regardless of whatever Caesar may think of this. He addresses this mostly to the Church in Ireland, which is having its own peculiar passion that may result in the faithful finding itself Returning to Mass is said on Mass Rocks again. The bishop from Kazakhstan used the Catholic Arena website to make this statement. I'll go over that with you and provide the best quotes from him. A link to that piece will be found in my show notes today at returntotradition.org, as usual. Just go there, skip the Patreon pop-up, and look for the post with the title of today's video in it. Again, that website is returntotradition.org. Our hosts have generally rules against posting a lot of direct links to places with advertising on them, so that's why I post things elsewhere. In Ireland, the faithful may not attend the Mass, though. That has been the status quo now for more than a year. Recently, this has been extended to include priests hearing confessions even outside of their parishes. Similar impositions by Caesar have not been made to those not part of the church. They are free to hang out outdoors, play music, do whatever it is that people tend to do. But the Mass is not being permitted, and now the Irish faithful have gone more than a year without the Mass, except on an internet or television stream. It was the bishop from Kazakhstan who said that no bishop may dispense the Sunday obligation to attend Mass for the faithful for you know, in a very broad way, like was done. He said this in a letter a year or so ago, and now, in that same spirit, he has spoken again, and has advised the Irish faithful to attend Mass on Mass Rocks and in homes with priests, and for Catholics to essentially call upon the saints who earned the red crown during the reign of William III, and to follow their leaders if need be. Ironically, it is in that portion of Ireland still under the English crown that Masses have actually resumed. But beginning last week, many groups gathered across the south to pray the rosary in front of their shuttered churches. Their efforts have gained much support and goodwill from across the world, even with even more rosaries now to set to take place this coming Sunday. And I'm calling on Catholics watching this to offer their rosaries in support, now through Sunday. It is simply a request to have the access to the sacraments and the Holy Mass for the faithful in Ireland to be added to your intentions, and to do so 
on Sunday, May 2nd, 2021. It's not much to ask, I don't think. To paraphrase the bishop, he says, quote, From all my heart I support your noble campaign to get people to pray the rosary outside their churches in the hope of a return to the Mass. May there be formed a great living rosary chain across Ireland to restore public Catholic worship. The bishop says this is merely going beyond the typical reasons Caesar has for making such rules in recent times, and that, quote, I send my blessing and my encouragement to all who participate in the rosary campaign for a return to the Mass, end quote. He invokes the times of the Tudors and William III and after, where Ireland was left with few options and no masses, times that led many to come to America. Those who stayed in that country persevered, and they maintained the practice of their faith, despite the long odds. Quote, in former times, the Irish Catholics left a heroic example of loyalty to the Catholic Mass, being the Hill Mass celebrated all over Ireland clandestinely, especially on rocks called the Mass Rocks, end quote. One Irish blogger, who I'll link to in my show notes today, provides some good information historically on this, for those not familiar. Quote, During the reign of the English monarch William III of England, Parliament in 1695 attempted to make the, the faith impossible. The faithful took to the hills and mountains, forests, caves, and other secluded places to gather, pray, receive the sacraments, and to keep the faith going when it seemed otherwise impossible to do so. They found secluded places with a large rock that could be used as an altar, one surrounded by high ground where the faithful could keep a vigilant watch for the lackeys of Caesar. In 2016, an Irish blogger wrote, quote, For me, the mass rocks are important historical monuments where we can experience a tangible link to our past and further our understanding of our unique Irish heritage. Mass rock sites are places with deep spiritual ties for Irish people. In the Irish language, they are known phonetically as Cadig on Afrin. I hope I... Spell, said that right, even with the phonetic spelling that you're seeing on your screen. This literally means Rock of the Mass, end quote. Now, I doubt she had any inkling that not long after writing this, many of the faithful would be contemplating a return to the Mass Rocks at the direction of a bishop from a faraway land. The bishop from Kazakhstan dives deeper, quoting the writings of a Catholic historian and monk who details the experiences of faithful Catholics and what they were going through during these times. Quote, Father Augustine OFM wrote, The adversaries of our faith saw now that Catholics flocked to the mud cabins as they had flocked to the churches, and bent as low before the rough altar as they had done before the work of art. It was not therefore merely any, anything merely human, but something really divine that caught their eyes and gripped their souls. It was the real presence of Christ in the Eucharistic sacrifice that drew the Irish people, and caused them to pour out all the wealth of their hearts into the miserable hovels which he deigned to visit even for a fleeting hour or less. The example of love, reverence, and devotion of Catholics towards Holy Mass during those times is a powerful lesson which may shake up our souls and kindle them with a new fire of Eucharistic love and reverence. One of the most loving and glorious historical examples is Ireland's loyalty to the Mass in that time in the so-called Hidden Saints of the Mass, described in the book of Father Augustine OFM as follows, after a tour in Ireland, the illustrious Count de Montalbert published in Paris in the year 1829 some very interesting letters in which he describes what he had seen and felt in this country. I shall never forget, he says, the first mass which I heard in a country chapel. I rode to the foot of a hill, the lower part of which was clothed with which a thick crop of oak and fir, and alighted from my horse to ascend to it. I had taken only a few steps on the way, 
when attention was drawn by the appearance of a man who knelt at the foot of the firs. Several others became visible in succession in the same attitude, and the higher I ascended, the larger became the numbers of those kneeling peasants. At length, on reaching the top of the hill, I saw a cruciform building, badly built of stone, without cement, and covered by thatch. Around it knelt a crowd of robust and vigorous men, all uncovered, though the rain fell in torrents and the mud quivered beneath them. Profound silence reigned everywhere. It was the Catholic chapel of Blarney, and the priest was saying Mass. I reached the door at the moment of the elevation, and all this pious assembly had prostrated themselves with their faces on earth. I made an effort to enter under the roof of the chapel, thus overflowed by worshippers. There were no seats, no decorations, not even pavement. The floor was of earth, damp and stony. The roof dilapidated, and tallowed candles burning on the altar in place of tapers. When the holy sacrifice was ended, the priest mounted his horse and rode away. Then each worshipper rose from his knees and went slowly homeward. Many remained for a much longer time in prayer, kneeling in the mud in that silent enclosure chosen by the poor and faithful people. End lengthy quote. Clearly the bishop here is making an obvious point. The faithful should be ready to emulate this practice now, should, and they should get to it now. Their forebears in the faith would expect them to do so. The faithful are beginning to understand this, as rosary prayer groups have been meeting in front of parishes across the country lately, and this Sunday more will do so. You can join them in spirit, regardless of your location, by offering your own rosaries for their intentions. I am asking that you do that. The bishop offered his blessing to those who participate, and he didn't seem to limit that to the Irish, so this Sunday, offer your rosary for that intention. And include the Canadians in Ontario as well, as they are beginning to see the early works by Caesar to do the same thing. And pray for your own masses and sacraments to be, remain available as well. I hear from listeners all the time, from very far-flung places, that there are many places where you, that you would not expect the sacraments to be difficult for the faithful to access like in Portugal, for example, and rumors swirling in some parts of my own country that the Mass will not be available again soon at the direction of some would-be Caesars. So unite your prayers to those of the Irish, and heed the bishop from Kazakhstan's advice, who may become pertinent in all of our lives again soon. Let me know your thoughts on this in the comments, please. And uh, like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you don't miss an update. And share this with a friend in Ireland if you can, and let them know that there are Catholics far away we're praying for them. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.